witness, bear witness to the greatest park has ever created, the smelling sod, starring Mr. Moonshine. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. Fimo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Loma. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Canella. Left hook, right cross, smelling song. Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. Charlo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Spence. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Bud. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Fury. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. Wilder. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. AJ. Yeah, yeah, get the smell of salt. You know I'ma knock him out, get the smell of salt. Punch. Ooh, baby. You already know this is Punch Wrong Boxing, aka Mr. Moo. Boom, shine himself. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know this is episode 11 of the Smell of Salt podcast. Man, we moving on up, y'all. We are moving on up. First and foremost, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you at this side of heaven. I hope you have the blessed day. Man, America turning upside down, y'all. America, man, it's turning upside down. Still the injustice, still police brutality, still the hurt, the pain. Man, it's still prominent in America. The pain, the hurt is still prominent in America and things need to get better. Things need to change. Things that need to be reformed. We need some sports, y'all. We do need sports, man, because you already know what sports does, you know. It actually give those give us that two hours, three hours of just just to forget about what's going on in the world today and just be entertained. But you know what? Y'all got this minute all podcast, y'all. Y'all got punch, y'all. Y'all got Mr. Moonshot right here. I got your back. I got your back. Turn off CNN. Turn off Fox. Turn off MSNBC. Turn it off. Forget about forget about your Instagram. Forget about your Facebook. Forget about everything. Just tune into Punch Room Boxing, baby. It's me. I'm gonna keep you entertained. Man, shout out to all the fighters, the men and women, modern day warriors, modern day gladiators. They put their life on the line for a pure entertainment. Shout out to all the trainers as well that also sacrifice their life. You know, to be training these warriors. Shout out to the father trainers. Love them all, man. Shout them out, man. I love it. I love seeing that father and son collaboration when it comes to the sport of boxing because you already know how I feel about the sport of boxing. And I'm like a father activist. <laughs> I'm like, a, you know, um, I love father is prominent in the sport of boxing, especially in the inner cities that where people say fathers are not there. Um, you know, the lack of father in the household. But when it comes to boxing, when it comes to this community, fathers are prominent in the sport of boxing. I love this sport. And you know, there comes a time, y'all. It comes a time when there's a lot of good fighters, good young fighters, a crop of good young fighters that we feel, damn, the sport is going to be okay. The sport is going to be uplifted. The sport is going to have its evolution. Yes. I'm talking about we got names like Ryan Garcia. We got names like Devin Haney. We got names like Virgil Ortiz. We got names like, uh, we got names like Bruce Ennis, Josh Kelly, Chris Copeland, Spencer. Brandon Lee, to name a few, Shakur Stevenson, to name a few, but they're just one, there's always this one person, this one fighter that just stands, stands out from the rest, and that man, and his name is the IBF lightweight champion of the world, that's supposed to be fighting, an upcoming fight, versus Vassal Lomachenko, who's regarded top three 
pound for pound dude in the sport of boxing. Who is that man? Damn it, I said, who is that man? Tejafimo Lopez. That's the man that stands out from the rest. Also, let me mention Javante Tang Davis. I didn't even mention my fault. But the man that stands out from the rest, Teofimo Lopez. Yes, I said it. I understand there's going to be people out there. Come on, punch. What about that? Ain't what about Ryan Garcia? What about Javante Davis? What about Virgil Chi? What about all that? Hey, like I said, all these men will be the, the forefront of boxing. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The man just stands out from the rest today. And the man is Teofimo Lopez. Because he is the one that's challenging himself. He is the one that has taken the training wheels off. The Honduras Olympian. 22 years old. Already a champion. And about to go out to fight for an undisputed bout. Yes, I said undisputed, okay? Okay? I don't give a damn about the other belt, all right? That other belt that y'all, we all know. If you know those sport of boxing, that other belt, there's only two champions, okay? It's only two champions. There might be three belt holders, but there's only two champions for now. My book. Teofima Lopez, the power hitter. And you know there's a lot of boxers that, you know, they do got power. They got power. But this man got natural power. The type of natural power that's not taught. It comes from up above. It comes from almighty. Dios. Yes. Shout out to his trainer, his father. Build him up. To be the machine that he is. Teofimo Lopez Sr. Shout out. A.K.A. O.G. A.K.A. Junior. Teofimo Lopez, man. You know, in the sport of boxing, we always want to, th- we always, we always criticize, and I don't even like to criticize. And I'm, I think I'm going to slow down on the criticism and things of that nature. I don't really criticize; I just break it down on boxing logically and objectively, and people see it as criticism. But when it comes to this guy, man, we always in the sport of boxing, we always want to see the, the best fight. The fans want to see the best fights, right? I mean, we could know the sport. We could know the business side of boxing. We could understand the, the pieces that is moved. We could understand when, when, when fights are building, when, fan, when fights are marinating. When it comes to Teofimo Lopez, man. Well, let me just say, when it comes to the prime fighters today, and I'm talking about the prime fighters today is like guys like Canelo Alvarez, guys like, like Earl Spence, Keith Thurman, Book Crawford, um, Danny Silva Garcia, Legal Santa Cruz, Gary Russell Jr., Demise Andre, Triple G, um, Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. You know. Those are the prime fighters today. And it's actually, it's taking a long time for us to get that mega fight. I'm talking about the mega fight that the fans want to see. We ain't get Wilder and Joshua. That's the, the mega fight that the fans want to see. Right? We not getting we not getting um um Earl Spence and Book Crawford. That's what the fans want to see, right? We ain't getting Fury and Joshua. That's what the fans want to see, right? But these young fighters who know how to promote themselves better than the current prime fighters, you could tell that these guys probably are known and more noticeable than the guys that the, the champions of today. If you if I tell you probably who's um. Gary Russell Jr., who's Ryan Garcia? Ryan Garcia probably got way more fans than Gary Russell Jr. And this guy been champion since 2015. I'm just giving you an example. 
But when it comes to Teofimo Lopez, it's because he he doesn't have the training wheels. And at this point of their careers, you usually find these fighters on their training wheels. You already know they're being pampered by promoters, by promoters, by managers, giving them the easy pickings, just building their resume. I like guys like Boots Ennis. I like guys like Brandon Lee. Just having a bunch of opponents that's tailor-made for them to destroy. I don't think Teofimo Lopez being the rich homies of the world was tailor-made for him. I don't think that not even Nakatani was tailor-made for him. And we all know that Vesano Machenko is not tailor-made for him. This ain't just an easy pickings. These are challenges. Teofimo Lopez ain't waiting until he's like 40 to retire. Nah, he's got to do it young. He wants to young. He got the fire. He's hungry. Give it to me right now. I love that retro mentality that Teofimo Lopez, that Teofimo Lopez got. And a lot of guys don't have that, te- that type of mentality right now. They could call out a lot of fighters. But we already know business decisions speaks louder than words. And when the Lopez was calling out for the big fights. When the Lopez, Teofimo Lopez Sr. said, my son is going is, is to have a title like this, and we're going to be fighting Lomachenko in the next two years, and here comes, has the fight has come through fruition. That's going to be the next fight. You already know Vincent Lomachenko is coming to America this week. I like it. Teofimo Lopez, knockout artist. And, of course, in the sport of boxing, we love knockout artists. We love the knockout artists. And I'm not saying that in the young, in the, in the young crew, the, that, the names that I mentioned earlier, they got knockout. You know, Javon Tank Davis is a powerhouse. He's a special type of fighter, special type of talent. Virgil Ortiz, man, he be throwing them, te- them type of hooks that looks like he's going to... Man, he's, he throw those type of hooks that I might catch a rib in the, sand, in, in, in the stands. And his boots, you already know, man, I, I think and his boots is, could be... I, I know I'm, I'm ahead of myself. But if I want to be Nostradamus, he could be the next Roy Jones Jr. We could talk about that a little later too. But for now, the man that stands alone is Teofimo Lopez. Because with this one win, if he beats Vassal Lomachenko, the guy that they regard as, I'm talking about, I'm not just talking about the fans regarding him as top five pound for pound, top three pound for pound. I'm just not talking about the, the media, the personnel. I'm talking about legends in the game right now. Considers Vassal Lomachenko top three pound for pound in, 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 in the sport of boxing. So think about if the, if Teofimo Lopez beats Vassal Lomachenko, and I'm going to say it right now, y'all got me on record. Teofimo Lopez is going to beat Vassal Lomachenko. My gut is telling me that, man. It's not just about the skills. Because I believe that Tiafim Lopez have just shown 60% of, what, of his arsenal. You're going to see the movement. A lot of people be like, oh, he just got a right hand. He just got a right hand. What the hell are you watching, baby? You better go watch the amateurs too. Athletic, he got the footwork. Got the right and the left hand. Got the demon, got the reflex. But of course, when you start now, when you just come from the amateurs and, and, and you're about to fight and you become a pro, man, he just want to knock people out. He ain't here for no overtime. See, if you Lopez ain't fighting for no overtime, no, it's not like a regular job. You get time and a half. I bet, how, yo, how much you want to bet? If they was getting time and a half, they they all go to twelve round. They ask for another, th- and they'll ask for the thirteen and the fourteen round. They st- they'll tell them, yo, implement me that fifteen round bouts like back in the days. They don't get paid time and a half like a regular worker. See, if Lopez, all the hard work and all the overtime goes into the training camp. And I, and, and I bet a lot of people feel the same way. 
Teofimo Lopez got a, a great record. 15 and 0. 12 knockouts. 12 knockouts. And when you hear the 15 and 0, that means, and I, and I shout out to, to, to Shakur Stevenson as well, only 13 fights and became a champion. You already know this guy ain't being no pan. He ain't being pampered. Nah, give it to me right now. You already know he signed the top rank. And a lot of people, and you, and you could tell by the, ta- the telecast when he's fighting, they don't give him all the props that he deserves. I don't know. I mean, they, they, they treated Tiafim Lopez sometimes like the way, they, the way they were treating Danny Swift Garcia. And go check out episode 10. I was talking about Danny Swift Garcia, that he's the, probably the most devalued, uh, the most disrespected champion of this era. The most underrated champion of this era. If Tiafim Lopez beats, and I think, nah, I'm going on a limb right now. When Tiafim Lopez beats Vassal Lomachenko, I got him in the top three pound for pound list. What you talking about, punts? They be like, yo, what you talking about? Where you going to have him? Yeah. Canelo Alvarez, number one. Number two. Mm, Paul Crawford. Number three. Tiafim Lopez. Number four. You know what? Or you could just flip it around. But you know what? What I was thinking about Buck Crawford, and shout out to Buck Crawford, man. Jim Rat. Last undisputed champion of the world. Love it. But it seems like, let's say Buck Crawford to put him second. It seems like they got Buck Crawford second in the pound for pound for quite some time. But is it because he was just, is it because he was just, it's just the undisputed that got him up there? Because if you look at Buck Crawford's resume, and we, just, I know that I'm talking about Teofimo Lopez, but I, but when when we're talking about Teofimo Lopez and, and versus Vasilum Chinko, this is also going to be we're also going to be talking about pound for pound list, right? Because if Teofimo Lopez beat Vasilum Chinko, he is going to be top five pound for pound. And just don't and just don't take it from me. Roy Jones Jr. also said also uttered those same statements. If Teofimo Lopez beats Vasilum Chinko, he is going to be regarded as top five pound for pound. Oh, yes. So if y'all want to argue with me, y'all got to argue with <laughs> Roy Jones Jr. And y'all want to do that, right, too? So, for example, let's say like um, Buck Crawford. Now, I understand a lot of people, even in the sport of boxing, ESPN, Andre Wall, all these dudes, Timothy Bradley, um, um, Floyd Mayweather, they all got him a number one. And they're, and they're, you know, I don't know if it's friends affiliation, but whatever, right? They got a number one, number two, whatever. But... Think about it. Is this, even though, okay, I'm not taking away nothing, no accomplishment. I always stress that in my YouTube channel. You haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel. You subscribe to the YouTube channel, Punch, Run, Boxing. I love accomplishments. But also, with those accomplishments, we also got to mention the names. Just like when people like to say, oh, well, what about who Deontay Wilder for? Who Deontay Wilder for? Right? Things like that. Well, who we'll put Crawford for to get him? Look, because the last fights in 2017, Indango, Horn, Better Be the Junior, Khan over the, over the Hill Khan, and the Bean Machine. Is that going to keep you as pound for pound number two while other fighters are fighting names? For example, like at the Canelo Alvarez of the world, Tiafuma Lopez, if he beats the likes of Vasilo Machinko. Like, who in the list? 
has fought a top 10 pound for pound or even a top 5 pound for pound. Think about it, y'all. Who on the list has fought a top 10 pound for pound dude in the sport of boxing? I mean, let's look it up the 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 um the rankings, the pound for pound rankings, right? Because it's it's true. We got to look at that. And I know again, I'm not trying to move away from the team from Lopez, but I'm just trying to justify and I'm just trying to clarify to y'all what I'm talking about. Because it only might be Teofimo Lopez right now. And that's what I mean. He's setting himself apart from the others. And not just other the, the others from uh, of this new young crew. But even the prime fighters. Even the prime fighters. Right? Even the prime fighters. What is the damn list? The damn list. Half a pound. Can't even find a list. Anyway, but you know who they got on the list? You know who they got on the list? They got um Canelo Alvarez. They got Vasilo Chico. They got Uzik. They got um um Eno. They got Manny Pacquiao. Right? All these fighters, but tell me who. Are fighting other pound for pound caliber fight. I'm not even talking about champions, just straight up pound for pound. Because a champion could fight a champion, right? But those those guys are not are not regarded as pound for pound either. Right? So let's say they got Vasil Lomachenko. Look, ESPN even got Vasil Lomachenko number one. Put it that way. They got Vasil Lomachenko one. They got Canelo Alvarez number three. They're crazy. But even it even justified my my what I'm saying. This ESPN got Vasilo Machenko number one, Terrence number two. You already know ESPN affiliation, but whatever. Three Canelo Alvarez, which I really have Canelo Alvarez number one. But let's let's go with ESPN because even top rankers ESPN and and and, and from Lopez ESPN, right? Cool. Number four Ina Owen, number five Earl Spence, number six Usyk, number seven Fury, number eight Estrada, number nine Golovkin, and number ten Manny Pacquiao. Now, look at it this way, y'all. Who Vasil Lomachenko has fought in the pound for pound list? Nobody. Terrence Crawford? Nobody. Canelo Alvarez? Okay, Triple G. Ino Uwe? Nobody. Earl Spence? Nobody. Usyk? Nobody. Fury? Nobody. Strada? Nobody. Glovegan? Canelo. Pacquiao? Nobody. But on my list, look, on this list, they got Vasil Lomachenko number one. In my list, I got Canelo Alvarez number one, but like I said, forget about it, right? If Teofimo Lopez is going to fight Vasil Lomachenko and beats him, Teofimo Lopez is only the only guy that's actually fighting a pound-for-pound caliber fighter other than Canelo Alvarez. So when I'm talking about the training wheels, y'all, the training wheels is all the way off. It's not that he's fighting another champion. He is fighting the guy that is regarded as number one pound-for-pound dude in the sport of boxing in a high-traffic high publication. The world, the, the world leading in sports, ESPN, they got Vasil Lomachenko number one. So Tiafimo Lopez beats Lomachenko, who's regarded pound for pound dude number one, and it will be undisputed, and I don't give a damn about the WBC. This fight is going to be undisputed. Like I said earlier, regarded that other, the, the, the other champion, yes, Devin Haney, they got the other belt. Nah, he ain't never earned that belt. He could be a belt holder, but we all know who's the real champion in the lightweight. We already know who's the top dog. 
Not taking nothing away from Devin Haney. I just didn't like the way the WBC played their role. I wanted Devin Haney to actually dump the WBC to dump it in their head. Not 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 saying like trying to be um, derogatory to Devin Haney. No, Devin Haney is, is going to be an extreme great fight, and we could t- and we could talk about Devin Haney as well. But if Vassel, if Teofimo Lopez beat Vassel Lomachenko, so you got to put Vassel Lomachenko down, and you'll probably put him. Maybe all the way. You gotta move um, um, Golovkin down, right? I will put Teofimo Lopez. If you got him number one, you gotta put him number two and number three. You got to because back to back, Comey, a champion, and then Vasilo Machenko. I mean, who's the only one that's actually <laughs> challenging himself like this? And the dude is only 22. That's what I'm talking about. He got a retro mentality. He got a met- retro mentality like the old dudes, like the Oscar De La Hoyas of the world. Gotta give him respect about that. Muhammad Ali, you remember Muhammad Ali? He, he, he beat Sonny Liston at the age of 22. It looks like the 22 is very, very special, and he was, and he was going to get that. But then this coronavirus was a damn hater, and now we're going to push that, that fight back probably in September. So he'll be 23, but he's going to make some history, y'all. And the WBC better get their acts together and put that, 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 this as a undisputed bout, damn it. Don't play with us. Don't play with me. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that's going to be, oh, come on, come on, come on, Mr. Moonshine, what you talking about? Really, you going to have a number second? But look where they have him. They got Vassalo Chicken number one. So if you, if you beat the pound for pound dude number one and you a champion yourself, you got to be up there. You got to be up there, top three. And to be honest, I don't know, y'all. But let's, uh, let's say if, let's say if Terrence Crawford fights somebody else that, just a, just another name. If you fight Kell Brook, we'll keep him up there. If you fight a good caliber fighter, if you fight some, a unification bound, if he fights the likes of Manny Pacquiao, if he fights the likes of, uh, if he fights a fighter, no more, no, no more me machine for, for Terrence Crawford at this stage of his career. That's it. But if he, let's see if he fights a tuna fight. Just another name. Just another me machine. I'm not going to keep him number, number two. I am not going to keep him number two. I'm sorry. Love the dude, love what he's doing in the sport of boxing, love his accomplishment, but the resume just doesn't speak for itself. And if we're going to be consistent with resume, with the guys like Deontay Wilder, because that's all you hear. Who's he fought in the heavyweight division? Who's fought in the heavyweight division? Guys like that. If you got to keep it consistent. Who has Book Crawford fight for? We could slip Book Crawford in number three. Ain't nothing wrong with being number three. You slip him number, and you, and you slip you put Canelo at number, number one I don't know what the hell These people was talking about In, in ESPN You slip Canelo at number one You put Tiafim Lopez at number two If he beats the Solo Machinko And Terrence Crawford at number three Or you know We gotta move up If he beats Casimero You gotta put Terrence Crawford down Probably Terrence Crawford land, Probably Canelo Alvarez number one You know If he beats Casimero Maybe number two Tiafim Lopez at number three You can flip it around if you want Terrence number four. I think that's fair. I think that's fair.
Because Canelo Alvarez is going to challenge himself. He's gonna, always going to challenge himself. Who he got next? He's probably going to fight Sergey Devichenko. Sergey Devichenko, the guy that everybody thought that, that actually beat Triple G. And if you think that Triple G actually beat um, Canelo Alvarez, if you think that he beat him a number in the first fight or the second fight or whatever, then that's a good fight. That's a good fight. Sergey Devichenko versus Canelo Alvarez. And, you, and, and if Canelo Alvarez wins, that's a challenging fight. Good. Canelo Alvarez doesn't fight Sergey Devichenko. He fights um, Billy Joe Saunders. Still a good fight. Undefeated fight. Championship bout. So Canelo Alvarez is going to stay number one. Now, Ino Uwe, if he, if he beats Casimero, he's going to go number two. My list. It's going to be and Tia from Lopez. Let's say if he beats Vasel Lomachenko, he's going to be number two. Number two, number three. There's going to be a battle right there for Ino Uwe and Tia from Lopez. But I'm going to tell you like this, but Crawford can't stay in number two or number three no more. He got to fight the likes of Earl Spence or somebody. Danny Swift Garcia, somebody. Somebody's going to challenge him. Some, a fight that we look at it and, and at least say, okay, this is a 60-40 fight. If it's a 70-30 fight, nah. Got to be a challenge. So now we're, we're talking about Teofimo Lopez and we're talking about pound for pound caliber fighter. So this is what I mean. He's a way a step ahead from the likes of Ryan Garcia that really hasn't, cap- that hasn't captured a belt. Devin Haney that really didn't earn that spot. Um, Javon Tang Davis, yes, he's won a couple of, a couple of, couple of um, world titles, but the opposition, eh. not, taking away, not taking accomplishment away from him, but the opposition, and he's also young too. But I'm just saying, ain't nobody doing. Ain't nobody doing. Teofim Lopez, Lopez is doing. Um, Virgil Ortiz still haven't has a, a real step up. He was about to have a step up with Samuel. I was gonna say Samuel L. Vargas. <laughs> Samuel L. Vargas. <laughs> now with Samuel Vargas, Boots Ennis, he still got 25, 25 fights in and still don't got no like. I don't know. I, I think they went too long. Even though that he's young, I understand. But damn. You got to get some fights that's actually going to get you better. Got to give him some type of some great experience. So, Teofimo Lopez is, is like in the league of his own right now. Javante Tan Davis is going to be fighting Leo Santa Cruz. I'm, I'm not going to brush that off too. My fault. He's going to be fighting Leo Santa Cruz. That's a great fight. So I don't think Javon Tang Davis is way behind. It's Tia from Lopez and Javon Tang Davis of this crew. Really. I got Tia from Lopez leading because he's about to fight a pound for pound caliber fighter. A fighter that nobody got under their belt. Not even close. Look at everybody else's resume. And look what Tia from Lopez is going about to attain in his resume. So this, this is just facts. Tia from Lopez is the top, top dog when it comes to this young crew. He is. And if he wins... He's in another league. He's in another level. He's in the pound for pound level. Just in the age of 22, 23. Awesome. Awesome. Gotta give him credit. Because he could easily take a tuna fight. He could easily have an easy fight. He could easily take those type of fights that these the other young guys are actually taking. He could still take opponents like Boots and he could still take opponents like Brandon Lee. He could still take those type of opponents if you want. He could tell Bob Arrow, let's slow this thing down. Let's, let's slow this train down. Nah. Not Teofimo Lopez. Honduras heart. 
Ya tú sabes. Dile, dile, coño, ahí dile. Yeah, I gotta break out the Spanish too, baby. And also, also, support Honduras, support your boy. Because I'm gonna tell you like this: if Honduras get 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 behind, see if you're Lopez, see if you're Lopez, you gotta go to Honduras too. After this, when you could tra- after the travel ban, go to Honduras, get your people riled up. Cause then when you got that country behind you, and then you got New York behind you too. Oh no, you good, you are good. Even if you step, even if you take a step back, even with the laws, country behind you, solid. And his pops do the promotion too. Tia Fim Lopez know how to talk. His father know how to talk. It's a difference between Angel, Mar- <laughs> Angel Garcia and Dennis Hugo Garcia. Dennis Hugo Garcia didn't know how to really promote himself or talk like that. Angel Garcia, he was talking to talk. And that's a good recipe. When you got Flo Mayweather talking to shit, excuse my language, then you got Flo Mayweather Senior talking to shit. Oh man, that's a great recipe. This Latino virgin right here. The Latino version, but at least with with um Tiffany Lopez Senior, he could put he could put them them words together, <laughs> like you know uh, Senior. <laughs> Motherfucker said, "Speak up." Motherfucker, speak up. Speak up. I know, I know. He got, he got his thing, man. He got the health thing. I, I just, hey, we just, we just having a good time. We just having a good time. But that's gonna be a great fight, y'all. That's gonna be a great fight. I don't know what it's gonna be. I hope it's in New York too. I hope that it's in New York. People talking about this Manny Pacquiao Triple G. People gotta quit it. Stop. Stop. You can't take everything Freddie Roach says, man. To be honest, to be honest, I mean, I'm gonna be very, very honest. It's a boxing channel. Uh, it's a boxing podcast. It's a boxing channel on my channel. I still haven't even talked about the Manny Pacquiao trip with you. Come on, man. Come on, stop. There's certain news that's not even worth to to to, to actually look into. You already know when it's like clout bullshit. You know, some people just want to make news out of nothing, out of thin air. And stop. It's not news. This, whatever Freddie Rose said, it should have never even been highlighted. I don't even know why people want to pick it up. That's the type of news. Triple G versus Manny Pacquiao, that's the type of news that when you open up a newspaper, that shit lands on page 58. And it's like, man, small. That's how small this news should be. It should not be fucking front page. Excuse my language. It shouldn't be no damn front page. Sheesh. Excuse my language. I don't even know what I'm cursing. I don't even curse like that. I think because I've been so, so tight, you know, from this, you know, police brutality. I've been going out protesting and things of that nature. I'm just going out there protesting. And I think I just, it's, it's, I'm just tight all day long. I got to suppress. I got I to gotta, I gotta take it easy. I got to talk about boxing. I got to think about everything else because I'll be tight protesting all day. Today it was raining. It wasn't very effective today, but whatever. Um, but yeah, the many pack out triple G, people don't pay no mind to it. I ain't gonna pay no mind to it. I don't want people to really ask me to do the video about it. Yo, do me a video about it, man. For what? Come on, triple G. Come on, man. Come, stop. This is what it is. When I, I was talking about immortality, like Mike Tyson. Like a Manny Pacquiao. See, these type of fighters got that immort the 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 the, the, the Im- immortal. 
type. They end up being immortal stage that we thought that we think that we could they could beat everybody. No matter when, no matter what height, no matter what. Come on, man. Come on, guys. Come on. I know he be Margarito, but come on, man. Come on. Damn, he's 41. It's like, wow, you wanna do you really want you wanna see this guy? Come on. <laughs> so I ain't even gonna be talking about that. I already spoke a little bit about it, but I ain't gonna talk about it. So anyway. Who wins? Who wins? Who wins, Moonshine? Triple G money pack, yeah. Come on. Do you really want to answer that? Nah. Huh. I was going to put candy in my mouth, but I can't do it when I'm doing this podcast, man. It's going to sound horrible. Um, Other facts in the sport of boxing, Deontay Wilder, great speech today. I mean, he made a video about the George Floyd, the George Floyd that, that, that was killed by those four animals. A.K.A. cops, A.K.A. law enforcement, you damn ass wipers, devils, devils. Um, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, three, and I posed a question on my live show yesterday. Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. Deontay Wilder knocks out Tyson Fury. Would it be fair? And would it be good if Deontay Wilder, if Deontay Wilder knocks out Tyson Fury, would it be a Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury 4? That would be fair. I think so. The first fight, everybody thought Fury won. The second fight, obliterate, um, Fury obliterated Wilder. Wilder comes back. But, you know, there was a lot of drama in the first fight. He knocked him down twice. So there's still a capability in our minds. Yes, we already know. I believe that. Tyson Fury outbox Deontay Wilder, but we still got in our minds that Deontay Wilder still can knock out Tyson Fury. Yes, he can. So let's say in, th- in three, I won't even be surprised. I won't be surprised. I won't be surprised if Tyson Fury, and I won't be surprised if Deontay Wilder knocks him out. And whoever says that, y'all crazy. We saw the first fight. He could be knocked out, okay? Tyson Fury been on the floor, on, on the canvas more than numerous of times. So let's, let's not, he's not invincible. So let's say Deontay Wilder knocks out Tyson Fury the third fight. Would it be a fourth fight? I think so. A lot of people are going to be calling, oh, no, nah, let's, let's see the undisputed. I would want to see the undisputed, but then you got to understand the business of boxing. And this is when fans, certain fans, if you're casual, don't want to look at the business of boxing. You're going to blame the Eddie Hearn of the world. You're going to blame Anthony Joshua. You're going to blame Deontay Wilder. You're going to blame Shelly Finger. You're going to blame Al Heyman. But also, the person that you're going to have to blame on this occasion, on this, on, on this scenario, is going to be the Bell Federations. Because think about it. It's the Bell Federation. Think about it. Anthony Joshua is going to be fighting Pulev. Pulev, IBF mandatory. But yet the IBF and the WBO, another belt that Anthony Joshua holds, made a deal. They get first dips, IBF. But then after that fight, he got to fight a WBO mandatory or he gets stripped. So let's say later on this year, okay, we're going to have Pulev got Anthony Joshua. Let's say Anthony Joshua wins (laughs) and Pulev is a dangerous do so. I wouldn't even be surprised at this stage that Pulev could just open up a right hand and actually hurt the um Anthony Joshua. I, I'll say he could hurt him. I don't know if he's gonna beat him. I think Anthony Joshua's gonna beat him. Okay, so let's say Anthony Joshua beats him. Let's say Tyson. Let's say Deontay Wilder beats Tyson Fury, but then 
You already know that Usyk, who moved up from Cruiserweight, Usyk is also on my pound for pound list. Going to be fighting Chisora. Let's say Usyk beat Chisora. He's going to become the WBO mandatory. And do you think that Eddie Hearn is going to turn that fight away? Nah. For the Undisputed? Nah. Now, in this case, the one that's going to get in, that's going to get in the way with it, of course, is going to be the Belt Federation, like I said just a minute ago. But a lot of people feel that it was Deontay Wilder and, and, and Al Heyman that it was their fault that we, did, we didn't get the, the, the fight with Anthony Joshua and um, Deontay Wilder. But on this scenario, Eddie Hearn, if he's a, he is a wise businessman. And for me, he is probably now the prestige promoter with all of these guys are prestige owner. But I like Eddie Hearn. I do like Oscar the Hoya as well. Go to more promotion. I like their matchmaking as well. But do you think that Eddie Hearn will put, will lose out on a huge fight with Usyk and Anthony Joshua in the UK? 90,000 automatically. That fight is going to be doing 90,000. I'll tell you that. UK versus Ukraine. I'm telling you, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make a lot of money. Do you think he's going to sacrifice that and put Anthony Joshua versus Deontay Wilder? The Anthony Joshua, let's say Deontay Wilder beats Anthony Joshua and lose out on that fight. He'd rather get Anthony Joshua Usyk, make that money, and, and let's say Anthony Joshua wins and then become a, and then get an undisputed. We're not going to see this undisputed heavyweight title bout. I don't really think so. If, the, if Deontay Wilder wins, we're not going to see it. I don't think so. It's going to be a long time. Now, if Tyson Fury wins, then it's good money, I think. It's going to be good money. It's going to be, a, we'll, we'll see, I, I believe, a quicker Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury, a quicker Anthony Joshua, I mean, uh, um, Tyson Fury and Usyk, whoever wins. It's still going to be make, making mad money. I think so. But it's not going to happen now. It's not going to happen now. Could Deontay Wilder come back, beat the odds, because I think that's what it needs. See, like I said in in my other in my other, I think it was episode three, episode whatever. But I did a, I did a, a podcast a episode where I'm talking about Deontay Wilder, and when I'm talking about greatness, greatness in the sport of boxing, you already know there's a lot of delusional fans, and then of course in the sport of boxing, we man in boxing we give the least credit. We are the harshest critics of any fans of any sport. We got to keep it real with ourselves. We are the harshest critic of every fans of every sport. It didn't matter if Deontay Wilder was going to beat Anthony, um, Tyson Fury in the first fight. Because if he would have beat Tyson Fury in the first fight, everybody would have been like, oh, well, that's not the Tyson Fury that beat Klitschko. He, he hasn't been great for after almost three, two years of boxing, even though they had the two fights before, the, the prior fighting Deontay Wilder. But people is not going to give him credit. Right? People's not gonna give him credit. They didn't they didn't give credit to him with, with Ortiz. They didn't give him credit when he outboxed the Vern. They still have him like he can't box. He got no boxing skills. You got Teddy Addison in the world saying that he can't fight. That was an idiotic statement by Teddy Addison for a guy that knows so much about the fight game to to to, to really discredit that man like that. It's a slap of the face at a boxer and a slap of the face in the sport of boxing. And you justify it in front when there's too many casuals and they're gonna believe what Teddy Addis has to say. I didn't like that statement. But Deontay Wilder, 
Tyson Fury, I think that he could do he could pull it off. And if he pulls it off, he's pulling it off when the whole world doesn't think he could do it. And that's how you attain greatness. When you do, that's least expected. When you beat the odds, when you exceed your expectations. And I think that Deontay Wilder already exceeded the expectations starting at the age of 20. Fine. You exceed the expectation and then people will finally respect you. This is why maybe it was good for Deontay Wilder to lose. It was good that he lost because he was never going to get his respect. He needed to lose to, Deon- to Tyson Fury, but this way. He needed to lose this way. So now when he fight him again, and he beats him and knocks him out. If he does in that fashion, then he attains the greatness status. Then he's if he attained the respect that he already so, should, so, supposed to be getting. But you already know, like I said, boxing is a unforgiving sport. So that's the the deal with the heavyweight division. It's gonna be a lot of what what what's going on. Belt federation mandatories. All these guys are in different type of, um, you know, companies. You got the Zone, Anthony Joshua. You got Top Rank, ESPN, um, Frank Warren. So you already know Frank Warren be going at it with with the Eddie Hearn of the world. So think about it, man. Think and, and that's Tyson Fury. And then you got Al Heyman. And you got Shelly Finkel with Showtime and Fox with um, um, Deontay Wilder. It's, it's just gonna be crazy. Like like if Anthony Joshua and and, and, and Deontay Wilder fight. In which platform? In which platform? Hmm. It might be in the Anthony Joshua platform because if you look at the PBC fighters, every time there's some cross promotions that has to do with Eddie Hearns, you end up seeing the PBC fighters going somewhere else. Is PBC losing money or something? We're not talking about that. I don't know, but think about it. Daniel Jacobs has left. Mikey Garcia has left. I'm on, I, I, they got Manny Pacquiao, of course. So, got to give credit to PBC on that. But then when Sergey Devereschenko fought Triple G, he fought in the zone. When Andy Ruiz fought Anthony Joshua, PBC fighter as well, he fought in the zone. So, we might see if Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua ever fights, you might see that fight. On his own. Hmm. Hmm. And right now, Anthony Joshua purely does got the A side now. Deontay Wilder said he won a bit on himself. There you go. Inoue Casimero. That's another big fight. And I'm sad that Amanda Serrano, damn, that fight is over, y'all. Amanda Serrano and, Tati, and, and Katie Taylor, the best woman boxing bout, the probably best matchup that he was going to see, pound for pound, number one, number two. I got Amanda Serrano as the Manny Pacquiao of boxing, the only knockout artist in the sport of boxing, Amanda Serrano. I got to do another concept with just, with just them alone. So I ain't even going to tap, tap in that subject because... I got to show love to the ladies. I got I to gotta do it. Probably episode 12 is going to be about all oh, the lot. The ladies. Drew got her belt back from Jimenez. Man. I 
feel safe, man. I don't know. I don't know if anybody feels sorry for him. I mean, for her. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know if anybody feel sorry for her. Hey, she got her belt back. Drew got her belt back. Drew Dezor. But yeah, man, Amanda. Uh-uh, 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 Taylor. Amanda Serrano. Amanda, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh Serrano and Katie Taylor. The fight ain't going to be happening. They canceled the Dillian White provoking fight, but they didn't cancel. Naoya Inoue versus John Riel Casimero, the pride of the Philippines. The pride of Japan versus the pride of the Philippines. You already know they had a war back in the days, the real war. The Philippines, Jap- Japanese, they had the war. There's going to be war. There's going to be war again. It's a war that's unsettled, y'all. Inoue took care of the Nanito Donaire. He took care of him. Casimero is going to be like, no, you beat my fellow countrymen. You would go down. You, Inoue, will not beat us again. No need to donate. I'm sorry, but I will go after him. And Rikendu, the warrior spirit of the Philippines. <laughs> With the help of Manny Pacquiao, too. Whoa. Man. That's going to be a good fight, man. And I got, you know, on that one, y'all. I got, you know, but I got to do my separate. I got, I got to do the separate, the separate um, uh, um, podcast on that one, too. But, yo. Now, yeah, you know, ooh, Casimero. I'm talking about Casimero. The best. He got the best momentum of any champion in the sport of boxing right now. Listen to what I'm saying. The best momentum of any champion. I ain't say he's the best champion. I say he got the best momentum of any champion. And like I said earlier when we were talking about the pound for pound, think about this, y'all, too. What about if Casimero beats Ino Uwe? Well, we put him in the pound for pound. There's going to be a lot of dudes right now in the pound for pound that's currently in the pound for pound that's going to be out. If Vasello Machinko it, it, it loses to Tio from Lopez, man, we don't know we go, we, we don't know if Vasello Machinko is going to land. If Casimero beats Ino Uwe, where you going to put him? Is it Casimero a three a three a three time champion, a three division champion? Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, I better put respect in his name, okay? No, Ripeki, Ripeki the name. I don't care. Man. Man, 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 man. But anyway. Again, man, it's 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 real rough in the world today. It's like I started out, man. And look, let me just go away a little bit away from boxing and just let me end and let me have this conclusion, the conclusion of what's going on in in, in the world today. Like I said in the beginning, there's a lot of injustice. There's a lot of um, on police brutality. There's still systematic racism and things of that nature. But at the end of the day, this is my message to everybody: racism is not gonna stop you. I'm not saying that racism doesn't exist, but racism is not going to stop anybody. You got to keep on pushing. You got to keep on pushing. Just like in the world of boxing, you got a 12-round bout. Life is a 12-round bout, and you're going to get knocked down, and things ain't going to be fair, and the ref is not going to be calling the, the clinches, right? And he might miss that you got hitting the balls, right? And things of that nature. There's going to be some dirtiness going on in, 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 in your 12-round bout of your own life. You might, be, you might have to take a knee to move on to the next round. You got to make some timely adjustments. Everything in the world is not going to be perfect. Every corner of the world has been oppressed and has its oppressor. Do I think it's fair? No. But in the end of the day, this ain't heaven. 
We all could agree on that, right? And at the end of the day, we do want change. But we also have to do, we have to do right by our families as well, by your kids. Moral stability, moral standard. Be a great man. Men, stop being betas. <clears throat> we need some more alphas. Our ladies are not trusting our men nowadays. Men, treat your woman like a queen. Women, queens, treat your woman like a uh, treat, treat, your, treat, treat your man like a king. Starts in the home. A lot of things starts in the home. Whether you're in poverty, whether you were the, rich, or the riches of the riches. Moral standard. Moral, moral content start, starts in the home. Also, I want people to appreciate the opportunity they have today. Even though there's a lot of things that need to be changed, we have to appreciate the opportunity that we have today. We have to appreciate the people that's fought for those opportunities that we have today. Because if we still complain like today is still the 1920s, then those people before us, and I'm talking about the Martin Luther Kings, the Malcolm X of the world, the Rosa Parks of the world, all those civil rights activists and movements and, and everything that's trying to be equal, all those people that fought for us to be equal and to be treated the way we should be treated, like a decent human, if we don't appreciate where we at today, even though that there's still more fight to do and, and, and closing the gap, we still have to appreciate the opportunity we have today. We can't be complaining the way we can't be complaining like we don't got shit. Because then whatever they did, they died in vain. It's like they died for nothing. So be conscious of that. Be conscious that those civil rights um, uh, leaders and those and those activists and those warriors that fought for why why things are the way they are now, up to now, they got family members too. They got grandchildren, um, sons and daughters too. We got to pay homage to them as well. We got to act accordingly too and appreciate what we have today, but yet keep on fighting. That's all. That's my mission. That, that is my mission. That is my message. Yes, I've been protesting. And I've been asking a question. I asked the question to law enforcement. I asked them, how can we bridge the gap with civilians and, you know, law enforcement. How can we bridge that gap? A lot of them didn't have the answer. A lot of them didn't have the answer, which I was appalled. You're telling me at, the, at 2020 in America, you don't have the answer? You, you can't tell me? You're the one that protected me each and every day? You're in the community and you're going to tell me that you don't know how to bridge the gap 2020 in America? That means ain't nothing to talk about. A lot of them was trying to tell me that, hey, but this protest ain't going to do nothing. You think this protest is going to change anything? So that means they don't even respect the protest. But you know what? Th- so you know what that means? That the protest don't mean nothing. Silent protest. Not silent protest, but it sounds like a silent protest to them. The peace po- protest sounds like a silent protest. And I was trying to say to myself, and I'm looking at the protest. Well, I'm there. And yes, I support because everybody got their hearts in the right place. But I'm like, yo, come you know what? This protest can't be looking. We can't be looking like the same image like in 1940, 1950. Where's the evolution of a protest? We need some evolution in the protest. And that's why probably I'm like, you know what? It needs to change. Even the way we protest needs to change. It needs to evolution just like everybody, just like everything else. Do I think a revolution is key? I do think a revolution is key. But not the physical revolution because we don't got the same machinery. We can't compete with that. But two ways that we could do this, two ways, 
And I know a lot of people, there's going to be people that's not going to understand this because, of course, there's a lot of people out there that not just familiar with God and doesn't believe in God. But damn it, we got to get on our knees and pray. Pray, have a personal relationship with God. Submit to his will. And I'm not saying I'm perfect, but submit to his will. Anyway, you and have a personal relationship with God, a, a, a strong personal relationship with God. Every move that you make, which may be a sin, but God knows, God knows that whatever you do is genuine good for him. And for yourself and for your family. He knows he's almighty. And second, we gotta come with a revolution, but a mental revolution. Do I got the answer right now? No. But during these protests, I'm I, I, it's, it's, it become apparent that peaceful protests don't mean nothing. And if they don't got the answer, that means there's nothing to talk about. I know it can't be a revolution because we don't got the numbers, we don't got the machinery and things of that nature, but we have our mind and we have God. With our mind, the mind is the weapon, the mind is the machinery, the mind is the atomic bomb. We just got to have our leaders and got to have can come um, every, every great mind. Everybody can't be a soldier. Everybody can't, you know, don't have the good minds, but we got to need, we got to have support, all hands on deck, everybody from every creed, every race. We've got to come as one as the human race to battle the injustice in, in this country and in the world itself. Because people want to talk about 400 years. And we understand that in 400 years in this country. But, but this oppression is beyond 400 years. This is just because we just moved to another location. This is beyond 400 years. This is beyond 1,000 years. This is beyond 2,000 years. This is not, it can't even be documented. Like I said, in every corner of the world, it's been racist, it's been slavery, it's been oppressor and oppressor. We might be fighting for this forever. But at the end of the day, have this in mind. Even though how much that we want to reform society, we got to reform our souls first. Because this world right now here is all rented. This world here is rented. But heaven, paradise, is my finance. It's my property. So keep that in mind, y'all. Keep that in mind. We're going to elevate one another. I'm not saying I'm not here being right. I don't know if I'm right. I don't know if I'm wrong. I'm here to learn. I'm here to educate. I'm here to evolve. Let's put our minds together. Let's be genuine towards each other. Let's help one another. Help the next man if you can. Even with words. If you don't, you know, it doesn't have, it, when I say help, it's not, it's not money. Even a good word. Even a good word and encourage, encouragement. Even if you see like somebody homeless in the street, you'd be like, you know, tell them, tell them you love them. Tell them to keep his head up. Tell them to hear he's special. You don't know what he you don't know, you don't know what can happen with those words. Let's lift one another. You see somebody in the subway. If you don't have money, you can't give them. Give them a hug. Give them a handshake. Encourage them with beautiful words. Give them food. Give them a fruit. Give him coffee. Give him anything. Make, make him feel good. Them good. I love each and every one of y'all. Even though y'all don't know me, but we all brothers and sisters in Christ. I love y'all. Stay tuned to the next podcast. Subscribe to the channel, the YouTube channel, Punch Your Unboxing. I love y'all. God bless. And on to the next.